If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to another episode of the Great Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I am Justin Mason, lead fantasy writer and analyst over at friendsfantasybenefits.com. You can also catch all my work at Fangraphs, Fantasy Alarm, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at Justin Mason FWFB. We have another fantastic episode for you again this week. I apologize for uh, missing the last week and a half or so. Uh, went on a vacation with my family uh, and uh, had to get away a little bit, recharge the batteries, as I do a lot in the industry. But we are back this week. I have Scott Bogman from In This League and Ariel Cohen from Fangraphs joining me in separate interviews. Uh, both are fantastic guys within the industry, uh, but the, do very different things. Scott does a lot of work uh, within this league, also uh, has some new stuff with fan tracks, has a radio show over at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. He covers a lot of different sports from uh, obviously baseball, but basketball, football, college football, uh, a lot of great things they do over it in this league. His partner, uh, Christopher Welsh over there too, we'll have to get him on at some point. Um, and then Ariel does a lot of work over at Fangraphs, but he does projections, uh, and he does the ATC projections, which have been, which have been very successful, uh, and he's been very successful playing within the industry, uh, had a top 10 finish in the overall of NFBC one year, um, and has been uh, a real vital part, and as you can see his projections over up on Fangraphs uh, in the preseason, uh, definitely go check out both of their stuff. Uh, and uh, I hope you enjoy this show. First up is Scott Bogman from In This League. Joining me right now is Scott Bogman from In This League. Scott, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks, Justin. Thanks yeah, for having me. Of course. Scott, why don't you uh, let everybody know where you can reach on social media? Uh, at Bogman Sports on the Twitter machine. Uh, I have a Facebook. I'm really terrible with Facebook. I don't want to give them my blood type and social security <laughs> number and all that stuff. So I don't do it that often, but I'm on 
there. You know, email scottbogman at gmail.com. You know, you can uh, come and knock on my door if you want. So uh, I'm not no, going to give no out Snapchat. my address. But if but if you find it, I do have Snapchat, actually. So I, I follow I, I follow Mike Warner and all of his exploits on Snapchat. So Whatever you do, don't follow Matt Thompson. No? no? Okay. He Why? just sends random, like, snaps. So, like, I don't – like, I, I tried doing Snapchat for, like, a month. <laughs> and like I got like a random like it was mostly just Matt hitting me up with just these random videos like I didn't even know what was going on but they <laughs> they came all the time it, it was annoying and then I, I got a lot of like like nude pics people were sending to me and like oh okay. it was it was really awkward yeah um, you know if I'm getting those from Matt I probably no would also Matt, but... get away from Snapchat but uh, you know I, I just follow porn stars. So, oh, you know, that's the smart thing to do. And like the Diamondbacks and, you know, all my favorite sports teams and all that stuff, but mainly porn stars. <laughs> Let's uh, <laughs> definitely, follow, <laughs> definitely follow Scott on uh, on Twitter and you can hit him up on Facebook and stuff like that. But let's uh, we're going to talk about all your work here in a minute. But first, I want to start with your invitational team. Uh, we were just talking a little well, bit about... Well, that was fun. Yeah. Let's talk about anything else. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> how, how is your team doing? Ah, uh, not so hot. Not so hot. I've had uh, a couple injuries. I mean, nothing gigantic, but I did lose Yadi Molina for a while. I replaced him with Carson Kelly, who went on the disabled list today. And uh, Carlos Gonzalez now on the disabled list. Will Myers on the disabled list. Uh, you know, for some reason, I drafted Danny Salazar. I don't know why I did that. But at least I made the right decision to grab you, Darvish. So, <laughs> you know, my team has been severely underperforming. I had a couple good picks in there. I picked up uh, Jed Lowry. He's been fairly solid. Lorenzo Cain has been, the, your boy, Lorenzo Cain, has been fairly mm-hmm. decent. Uh, I also have your boy, Andrew McCutcheon. But, uh, and Mike Moustakis, probably my best pick in the draft. But, you know, definitely you've made some mistakes. So, All it's right. not been good. I'm like 11th. So, all I want to do is finish ahead of our guy, Warner. That's, yeah, that's all, yeah, I no. do. all I want to do is not finish last, and I'm <laughs> currently succeeding in that, but just barely. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, at first, it was who like who is oh, in dead last? Oh, Brockness let's, Monster. Brockness uh, Monster. Let's point and laugh. Which, like, don't get me wrong, like, like you know, I, I, I want to make fun of him and stuff like that. But he did have like brain surgery or something this year. Like oh, he, he had like man. a serious uh, injury. Uh, and so, like, I'm not going to get on him for that one. But we can all point and laugh at Eric Cross, who's in second to last, because <laughs> he has no excuse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and he's he such a good dude, he'll 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 laugh this one off. Right, right. I mean, I, obviously, anyone could have wound up there. You know yeah. what I mean? You draft, uh, you draft in hope, especially in a 15 man league, and uh, the the pickup stuff. You know how I am. I'm. I despise weekly pickups because I will forget I'll have something going on on Sunday and then I'll be like, did I get that guy or did I forget to put in my waiver wire claim? So I've been a little bit better about it this season, uh, you know, going through um, this right here, but I'm still not fantastic at it. So I do need to step up my game as far as pickups go. And, you know, I know that's an excuse and I don't want to use it. Uh, I think this team has room for improvement as soon as you Darvish picks it up. But, um, yeah, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I've got a lot of work to do, too. But <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if it's going to mean much. So uh, how have you been jo- enjoying the format? Are you at least enjoying it? Yeah, you know what? It's better. Um, I, I think you, you would actually be proud of me. You know how I, I 
love head to head and I hate Roto on the opposite of you. But we have a uh, entry league where it's points. We do one entry with two leagues. And it's a points league and an, a roto league. And I'm in first in both of those. And I am wow. crushing the roto league. So wow. I'm, uh, I'm doing very, very well in that one so far. And I've, I've never been very good at roto. So We are actually in discussions for next year. You'll enjoy this. Uh, to potentially do a, uh, a points league or a head-to-head version of this. So I like that. That yeah. may happen. And, and when I say we are in discussion, it's really just internal monologue since I'm the only one who's actually <laughs> in charge of this. And it's just like, do I want to put more work into things? Uh, would that be more work? Uh, well, I mean, I'd have to create a whole separate, uh, you know, league Oh, so structure. you would do like an overall playoff with everybody. Yeah. I mean, that would be the oh, idea. Okay. So. I thought you would have like 13 champions. You know, that kind of thing. But you would do just one big-ass playoff. Yeah, I mean, I'm for you doing more work and me enjoying it. So that's fine by me. (laughs) (laughs) Have there been been any issues with your league? Uh, I don't think so. No, we had... um, Yeah, I mean, the draft took forever, but we were by far not the worst, so... Um, your, your and that partner was Chris, I believe, was in the worst. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he was complaining about. It. I think there was one dude who was just like "f you" and just going to take the full twelve hours or something along those lines. Happen, I don't really know, but uh, and I always find it funny when people complain about. You know, we did this draft. Like, when, when did the draft start? Do you remember? The January third or something. It was very, very. Was, early. I think it was the beginning of February. I believe beginning of February. So February or no, no, 3rd. Fe- March first actually, March first. Was it really? Okay. Uh, but we finished like two weeks before the season even started. So uh, I always find it funny when people complain about the slow moving draft. It's like, well, dude, we have, you know, mm-hmm. the league uh, the, doesn't start till the 27th you, you of March. I think you can't we're going to please pick it. everyone because like, next people year are gonna it's going to be difficult, though, because of the, the opening games in Japan. Like, are we going to want to use those? Mm. I mean, we kind of have to decide that as an industry because there's so much earlier. I know. The same thing happened with the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers a couple years ago with the games in Australia. Yeah, that's so, right. I totally to forgot about that. Early, and that's annoying. Great. More work for me to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> Get everything done a little bit earlier. That's right. Um, you, you mentioned you have some injuries. You've got kind of some uh, uh, some guys who aren't performing. Does your team have any other major deficiencies on it? Are you lacking in certain categories or uh, – do you think there's a way for you to catch up? Well, you know, the two guys who drafted for saves were Archie Bradley, and uh, obviously that's not working out for me, and Ken Giles. And uh, Ken Giles has, he had the, what was it, the back issue or the, really Touched it was himself a, in the face. Yeah, a sucking issue where mm-hmm. he was just terrible for a while, and they're like, ah, we're going to let Davinsky get some saves here. And uh, But he seems to be back on it, even though his ERA is up in the fours. Uh, my pitching staff hasn't been the greatest. You know, Carlos Carrasco starting to come around. You Darvish has got to be better. I mean, I, I just don't see where he can – he can't go any further south from this. Uh, Garrett Richards is kind of hit or miss. Tyler Molly's hit or miss. So – I'm waiting on Kyle Bearclaw to take that gig away from Brad Ziegler. As far as my hitting goes, I'm okay. I thought I'd have a little bit more average. Your you know, hitting's I, been great. I mean, you're first in home runs, first in RBIs, third in average, second in yeah. scored. I mean, your hitting is crushing. 
Yeah, I guess I'm doing a little bit better than I thought. I just, when I look over it, I'm kind of like, you know, I took Justin Smoke, who's been okay. I, I've always loved Solarte. Chris Bryant was obviously a good pickup. Lindor has been good. So, yeah, my hitting is probably better than what I'm thinking it is. But now I've had, you know, I could really use Will Myers coming back. And if just one catcher could stay healthy, I'd be very happy. <laughs> you know, I'm never I'm not going to pick up whoever's catching. for. The, I don't even know who's catching for the Cardinals now with Molina and Carson Kelly out. So. Um, but I know I'm not picking him up. I'm going to pick up another, uh, you know, catcher because apparently when I take Cardinals catchers, they get hurt. So I'm done with all that mess. <laughs> all right, let's transition uh, and talk about kind of you and your uh, kind of entrance and rise in the fantasy industry because you've become quite a big deal. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you, you have. So. <laughs> uh, you know, but how did you get your start in the fantasy industry? Was, did, was this something you aspired to do, or did you kind of fall into it by accident? Well, you know, I've been playing fantasy sports since I was like 14 years old. I had the very beginning was an MSNBC salary cap league where I had to borrow my mother's credit card because I was 14 and call in and make the changes from week to week. Like I spent my allowance, you know, paying for my stupid team moves and roster construction and all that stuff because it's like a five bucks to drop a guy and a dollar to move a guy from your bench into your wire, uh, into your starting lineup, and they would mail you your weekly results. I would get it in the mail for real. I mean, this is, you know, 1995, I believe, 1996, somewhere around there. So, uh, you know, it's still dial up and all that stuff. And I don't even think we had the Internet until 99 or 2000, something like that. But anyway, uh, so I've been playing for a long, long time. I really didn't start working in the industry until about four and a half years ago when the Welsh and I started in this league. I mean, we've had other podcasts you know, we did a thing for a place called Sports Porch, which was very shortly lived. Um, I don't even know if they're still around, to be honest with you. And uh, we just kind of decided to make our own thing. So uh, we kind of just dove in head first. We started with basketball, and then baseball season came around. And then we did uh, football, too. The Welsh does minor league stuff. I do um, NFL draft stuff. So we kind of have been working all the way around in pretty much everything except hockey so and we have a hockey show on our network with our guys tony and brian but uh yeah it's just kind of been you know growing from there we wrote our first book this year as i know you guys did at friends with fantasy benefits also and uh we joined up with fan tracks this year too so you know just uh it, it's growing and growing and uh becoming more and more busy and it's uh it's kind of funny because you and i started around the same time and we've kind of you know our brands have grown together, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got we consider you guys kind of like our best friends in the industry. Like you mentioned, we, we all started around the same time. I think you guys started a little bit before us, uh, but we have. We've kind of grown together, and uh, I, I always think of Friends of Fantasy Benefits and ITL as kind of uh, brothers or cousins within the industry. Right, yeah, I would agree with that. So it's it's been a lot of fun, and you know, you get to meet more and more people, great people like uh, our buddies uh, Paul Spore and Steve Gardner and stuff. So it's it's Paul's a lot all of right. Yeah, Paul's okay. <laughs> you you guys do a lot of stuff over at ITL. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? You you mentioned you do a college football podcast, which I listen to. 
uh, you guys uh, do basketball, which I, I don't do basketball, but <laughs> I've tried. I just can't. I will get the occasional question from you, though, which I enjoy. You're like that'll Look. end this year because I am <laughs> you're getting out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've done a three sport <laughs> league for oh uh, god now uh, four years, three or four years. Uh, finished second in it last year, almost won. Came down to like the final couple weeks of the baseball season. Um, and this year is just basketball is an absolute train wreck. I think <laughs> it's, it's a roto league, a fourteen team roto league, and I, I'd be surprised if I had more than twenty five points. So <laughs> like it was just really bad. So um, I, I'm done with it after this year. It just uh, I just don't know enough about basketball. I just really don't. I'm tired of pretending. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, sometimes uh, some things got to go by the wayside when you're that busy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I get it. So I've tried to cut back on leagues. Uh, I did eight baseball leagues last year, and I'm in 11 this year. So obviously that didn't work. Um, but I am. I feel like I'm doing better in my baseball leagues this year. You know, I didn't draft Billy Burns anywhere. Okay, so that helps. That has been a big help. I drafted Patrick Corbin everywhere. So you're welcome, Boo. everyone. And uh, <laughs> and I didn't draft AJ Pollock anywhere, and uh, zero shares of AJ Pollock. So um, yeah, I mean we have, like I said, we've got football, we've got college football. I do NFL draft stuff. The Welsh has prospect one. We have our baseball pod. Uh, we're both on full sixty for fan tracks now. I'm starting two new podcasts for fan tracks. One is I'm actually recording our first episode. Right as soon as we're done with this, it's called CFF on Campus. It's college fantasy football. It's going to be with John Lobb and Justin Heisey. I have my own college fantasy football podcast on in this league with uh, Blaze Sinopoli. Um, just a lot of stuff, man. So we're uh, we're keeping busy and grinding, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun and a lot of work at the same time. So you know, please uh, please find something and enjoy it. And if you need porn suggestions, hit me up on Twitter. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, I mean, you started with just ITL, but like you said, you you've uh, branched out in fan tracks. You also have a radio show uh, with uh, the Welsh over on uh, FNTSY. I forgot about that. That's how much stuff I'm doing. I forgot yeah. about the radio show. So, um, so I mean, how has it been going from just like your own thing to having to work uh, for other for other organizations and do other things? Uh, you know, it's tough giving up control sometimes because uh, and i know you know this too because when you're doing your own thing for a while you have full and complete control and then when you move over to something else whether you have new partners or kind of a boss you know you have to kind of make adjustments to what they want but i don't think it's changed too much of what we do on our own end or how we go about doing our show so it's uh it's just always been a lot of fun and you know the second it starts to feel like a real job i'll probably be out you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so but it's i don't think it's ever going to get to that point so it's uh it's fun and you know if you get a little bit of scratch to do it too it's uh it makes for an enjoyable life so you know then you guys also wrote a book uh it was a really cool project that you guys did. Involved a lot of people in the industry. It was called Ninety Nine Fantasy Player Debates or Fantasy Baseball Player Debates, uh, and 
it, and Justin was too busy. To uh, yeah, be unfortunately, I was. Everybody else to give up ten minutes of their time, but not Justin. He's too busy. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I I wrote my own. It was you know like four hundred pages and, uh, at the same time. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to. Next year, you guys get me in next year. I'll be in for sure. Okay, um, all right. So, I have that. I'm gonna pull this. Yeah, so there you go. Have that on the record. <laughs> um, what was that like writing a book? Uh, which is still available on uh, on Amazon if people want to go out and get it. Uh, it's a really cool, different thing, different than like a, a typical draft guide type thing. You guys... yeah, our shtick is kind of player versus player. Mm-hmm. So you know, we have we've usually done player debates on our show, and when we have people back uh, that were helping us in the book, we'll ask them about. We'll look back at the ones that they chose. So we did it kind of a boxing style, like if you put. X player against X player, how do you score this? Would you say it's a knockout? Would you say it's a 10-9 victory in one person's favor, 10-8, 10-7, something along those lines? So that's kind of how we went about the book, and it was uh, it was fun to write. And I despise writing, to be completely honest, because when it comes to it, I, I'm like a perfectionist. Not that I'm saying my writing is perfect, because it's most likely terrible, but... <laughs> I'll write it like three times before I go with uh, fine. This is it. You know what I mean? So I'll like write up a whole thing and then go nah, after that. I got to redo this whole thing. I got to reword this thing. This sounds stupid until I get to a third, sometimes even a fourth one. So, you know, like writing like I did 99 player debates, but I probably really did close to 300. So because I write and rewrite and and all that stuff. So that was frustrating, but it was fun, you know, getting your opinion out there and uh, kind of, you know, it's kind of guide-ish. It's not really a guide. It's like the Welsh calls it a complementary piece to other types of guides. Like yours was a full guide. Mm -hmm. You know, ours was kind of, you know, a fun way to look at when you're drafting, um, why should I pick this guy over that guy? And, um, which is what it comes down to during your draft. You know what I mean? You are picking this player over that player and we just gave you reasons to favor each guy. So it was fun. No, it was really, really cool. And, uh, I hope it was very successful for you guys because, uh, it was something different that you don't see in the industry. So, yeah, it wasn't, but it was fun. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, you mentioned you've got the new pods coming up on fan tracks, uh, you know, fantasy football, college fantasy football getting started soon. Anything else? IDP also. Oh, IDP. Nice. Anything else coming new down the pike? Uh, new, not that I can announce yet. We might, we may, uh, we're kind of in limbo with one project. So uh, we're going to get that rolling. Hopefully soon we'll be able to announce it. But for right now, it's just the 30,000 shows that we do. Well, then you got to follow Scott on Twitter at Bogman Sports to make sure you're getting all the news when he is able to announce it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Very uh, soon. uh, Before we uh, give you one more chance to plug all your work, uh, why don't you? Or do you have any pieces of advice that you give to people trying to get into the industry? You know, a lot of people ask me, like, how can can how can I become a fantasy sports analyst? How can I do what you do? Um, you know, because obviously I'm not very good, and everybody thinks they can do what I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what would if someone asked you, what would be your advice? Uh, find your voice. You know what I mean. Just um, kind of find what you're good at. You know, the Welsh and I are. 
Uh, number one, we have good chemistry because we've known each other since high school, so or middle school, something. So we've known each other for a long time, so we have good chemistry. That's number one. And if you're going to podcast, don't go with crappy equipment because if you use a crappy microphone and you don't know how to edit, I would say learn those things if you're going to do you know, what Justin and I do in podcasting. If you're going to do something like that, get good equipment, learn how to edit, uh, you know, make yourself a good open because if you sound like you're talking through a tin can, people will turn you off in 30 seconds. They won't give you a second shot either. So I would Mm -hmm. say that just be prepared before you start, which is something I wish someone would have told us, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just be very, very prepared. Even if you know everything, um, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna find criticism. You know what I mean? You're going to have people that don't like you and you're going to have ups and downs and there's going to be frustrated. You're going to make bad calls. You know what I mean? I would say just own them, own your bad calls, mm-hmm. understand what you did wrong and then, uh, move on to the next spot. You know, no one, not everyone can be, uh, perfect all the time. So, I mean, you know, the best people in this, I would say Paul Spore is probably the best overall guy in fantasy baseball. And even he messes up sometimes. Don't tell him I said that though. All the time. So all the time. <laughs> pretty much anytime he disagrees with me. Right. That's what I would say too. Anytime he gr- disagrees with Justin. <laughs> well, that is really, really good advice. Uh, Scott, thank you for joining me. You got it, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, why don't you remind people again, where you can reach on social media and then plug everything you got going. At Bogman Sports, I've got uh, In This League Fantasy Baseball, Fantasy Football, In This League College Fantasy Football, Fantrax Full 60, Fantrax CFF on Campus, Fantrax uh, IDP, the Individual Defensive Podcast with Gary Davenport, FNTSY on Saturday from 9 to noon Eastern. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's everything I have for right now. Definitely give Scott a follow on Twitter at Bogman Sports. You can also follow In This League on Twitter or just head over to InThisLeague.com for all the happenings going on with Scott. Uh, he was a fantastic interview. Uh, and just a really great person within the industry. Glad to call him uh, my friend. Uh, next up is Ariel Cohen of Fangraphs. Joining me right now is Ariel Cohen of Fangraphs. Ariel, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Justin. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure. I, I've been very excited to get you on. Finally have been able to get you on one of my podcasts. So, uh, And this is a good one to get you because you are doing very, very well in the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational, are you not? Yeah. Um, in my division, uh, league number two, it's pretty tight. Um, I'd say one point separates, like, second through sixth place. So, you know, it depends on the day I'm bouncing around between 
anywhere from second down to sixth, but uh, really, really uh, doing well. In the overall, I'm in the top 20 to 25% and uh, uh, representing Fangraph pretty well. You're definitely representing it better than me and Paul Spore, <laughs> as we as we are uh, mired towards the bottom. But you are uh, holding up the average of fan graphs for us. Yep, uh, doing my part to to, uh, to uh, kill it here. <laughs> and that and that you are. Um, before we uh, jump too far into things, uh, I want to let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter. Uh, you can find Ariel at uh, atcny on Twitter. Uh, definitely hit him up. Uh, we're going to get into some of the stuff that you do within the industry and over at Fangraphs as well. Uh, but first, I w- want to talk more about your Invitational team. Are you enjoying the format? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I- I've done N- NFBC leagues before, big money leagues, but this is the first time that I- I'm actually doing an expert league. Um, I-, I think that the fact that you have 13 homogeneous league of experts um, makes this a very important thing for the industry. I think that it, it-, it has the power to probably add a lot of things to the general community. Um, you know, if-, if you're doing your pre-draft uh, prep, if you're just uh, you know anybody doing your home league and you're looking for, Hey, you know what's a great uh, list of top second basemen? You know you can go on ESPN or on somebody's side and get their opinion. But hey, you've got 195 experts here. If you take a look at the ADP across the Invitational, um, those really are a very, very great set of and very robust set of uh, rankings. Um, so I, I think it's really great for the industry. Um, I will say about the format, I love that it's a one catcher league. Um, personally, I play in, in my home leagues are all one catcher. I think the industry should really head that way. Um, so I, I'm, I'm happy it's there. My plan in, in drafting was to pick a catcher with my very last pick, um, because really catchers are almost meaningless in, in this kind of uh, format. Um, just personally, uh, in my draft, um, when I got to about the 18th round, my team was a little bit shy on power, and I had enough batting average. Mike Zunino was available to me, so I just went ahead and grabbed him, um, going away from what my plan was. But, uh, yeah, it, 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 I love the format. Awesome. Uh, do you feel like uh, there are any major deficiencies with your uh, with your squad? Well, um, I started with an amazing pitching staff. Unfortunately, the, they're pretty much all injured now. I got Carlos Martinez, Robbie Ray, Johnny Cueto. Uh, Rich Hill has even been injured. So I, I may should call myself the DL team here. Um, so, uh, yeah, deficiency only because of injury. Um, otherwise, I'm, I'm actually pretty well balanced. Um, I'm a little bit light on saves, but uh, I just picked up Tyler Clippard. Um, and I do have Addison Reed and Ryan Madsen uh, on the bench. So hopefully they'll fall into saves. Uh, hope, hopefully Addison Reed will fall into saves. I mean, h- how much can, can Fernando Rodney really stink up and, and, and just keep the role? He, he's like the most bulletproof player in all of baseball. You know? He's just one of those guys that sticks around and never seems to uh, officially give it up. So um, I don't know. You know, I, I was a big buyer of Addison Reed as well. I believe if I'm uh, remembering correctly, I have way too many teams this year, but I believe, oh no, I guess I don't have them on my team in the Invitational. I thought I thought I did, <laughs> but uh, I got lots of shares of Addison Reed, so I'm, I'm hoping you're right that at some point he falls into some saves. I, I think he will be. If, if the Twins are any relevant later on, um, they, they're going to turn to him. All right. Uh, any issues with your league so far? 
No, uh, it's been it's been great. Um, it's been pretty smooth sailing. The one thing I'd say is uh, I, I kind of hoped and thought there'd be a little bit more trading uh, to this point. I don't think in, in my league there's been a single trade that actually went through. Um, but, you know, maybe as uh, teams realize their deficiencies and what, what their abundances are towards the All-Star break, maybe we'll see a lot more action there. Yeah, and I think one of the things that people don't realize, uh, though there have been a number of leagues with a fair amount of trading, uh, industry leagues in general tend to be a little bit lighter on the trading side because people don't want to look like they uh, uh, got the bad end of a deal. They don't want to be mocked, and they don't they don't want people to point at them as, oh, you you, uh, you this you really screwed this trade up. Right, right. No, you, you definitely don't want to uh, be in a shameful spot there. But uh, I, I thought there'd be a little bit more trading. Um, uh, in the NFBC, there is no trading at all, um, which, which I kind of don't like. I, I like the fact that, hey, you know, if you're a GM, you can see I have a deficiency and, and really solve for it. You know, um, in, in the NFBC, you're never going to take um, D. Gordon, Trey Turner, and Billy Hamilton all together. In a trading league, you could because you can just build up that, that surplus and steal and then trade it in, in the middle of the year for you know any power bat in the middle. So uh, hopefully we'll see some more action. All right, let's, uh, let's transition a little bit into uh, kind of more about you. How did you get your start in the industry? Well, uh, as most people here, um, you know, I've been playing fantasy baseball uh, and actually real baseball, uh, softball, that is, uh, since uh, high school and college. Um, but uh, I'm actually an actuary by trade, and I have a big statistical background. Um, so, you know, playing in my uh, home leagues, I said, hey, you know, let's try to create a model to uh, to project players. And uh, so back in 2011, I started with my ATC projection model. I used it in all of my home leagues, and I started winning and winning uh, first or second place in almost every single league in every year. Uh, so, hey, you know, I thought, well, what's the next step? I entered a, a contest called uh, Doubt Wars. Um, for those who, who don't know about Doubt Wars, it's actually run by Tout Wars. Um, and it's a league where you try to beat the experts by uh, assembling your own regular team just as the touts. And the salaries of any player is exactly $1 more than whatever the tout paid for it. So, you know, essentially you're saying, hey, if I was in uh, the tout wars act- auction, I can just pay another dollar and beat Ron Chandler and uh, take him as my, uh, as my player. Um, so I, I, I did that league and uh, I actually finished in second place in my first try. So, uh, you know, I, I thought I was really successful there. Uh, I spoke to Peter Kreutzer, who said, you know, uh, you should probably try the NFBC. Um, so I did that. Um, and my first year, uh, I, I won my league, and I finished ninth in the overall, which was fantastic. Uh, but the key for me there was uh, playing against me in that league. I happened to play against uh, the Birchwood brothers from Fangraphs, uh, Dan and Michael Smurlock, um, who uh, I spoke to about my projection system, and, and they kind of loved it. Uh, so they got in touch. They got me in touch with uh, Eno Saris uh, over at Fangraphs uh, when he was there. Um, and, uh, he, he loved it. And actually, you know, has been using that, uh, my projection system and method, uh, uh, for his labor drafts every year. Um, and so, uh, you know, he got me in touch with David Appleman and, uh, you know, he really was interested in it and, uh, put it up on the site and, uh, that's sort of how I got there. How did you develop them and what goes into them? Cause they're great. I I've used them as well. 
Oh, thanks for that. Um, well, you know, as I said, uh, I, I'm an actuary by trade, so I, I do a lot of modeling. You know, I, I do underwear commercials and uh, GQ spot. No, <laughs> not that kind of modeling. <laughs> no, uh, statistical and modeling. I actually do a lot of uh, modeling with hurricanes and earthquakes and natural disasters. Actually, really cool stuff. Um, but, you know, the one thing that, that, that uh, really hammers down when you're working with models in general is no, no one model is perfect. Um, you know, no one model gets everything right. Um, even if there is a model that is 98% accurate, you know, there's always going to be another model out there that's going to get that other 2% right. So the best thing that you can do to make a better model is to take those two models and somehow combine them and use the best parts of each to, to make another. Um, and of course, the whole trick is is you know what what the way to do it. You know, do you take ninety eight percent of this? Do you look at 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 uh, wind speed? So, so talking about uh, um, hurricane modeling, um, you know, and weather forecasting. You ever notice how how a hurricane is forecasted? Um, and when they show you the picture of where it's going, they show you like that mm -hmm. three and five day cone. Yeah, and, and then they have like a dotted line in the middle. Mm -hmm. That actually is not just one model that's a composition of like 10 or 20 different models. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, when the weather channel, let's say, puts it together as their, their best estimate as to where the hurricane's going to go, you know, they'll, they'll figure out that, hey, if you use 40% of the European model and 20% of the American model and maybe 10% of a model made by two guys somewhere in a bar in Mexico, I don't know, um, you know, they combine that and that, proves to be the best estimate of where you think this hurricane is going to go. So I took that concept to obviously a much more important uh, arena called fantasy baseball. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's what I do. But instead of predicting where hurricanes go, I do that for stolen bases and I do that for home runs and I do that for pitcher strikeouts and every statistic you can imagine and combine multiple other projection systems that I can get my hands on and uh, turn it into something really, really meaningful. So th that's in a nutshell how the uh, average total cost or the ATC projection model works. Wow, that is really interesting. I, I, I you know, I mean, I, I've done projections for myself in the past, but it's, it's really crude. It's, it's not, uh, not in depth like what you're doing. Yeah, um, no, it, it really is helpful. Um, you know, a lot of people have asked me, hey, you know, what happens uh, to, are you going to ever spot a guy like Aaron Judge in 2017 that's, that's you know, just going to smack it? And the answer is, you're never going to get that kind of projection uh, doing this method. But you will find Judge to be just slightly more valuable than what somebody else says. You know, if 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 everybody is thinking Aaron Judge is worth a dollar, and you you use your model and it says he's worth four dollars, you're going to buy him. So it really doesn't matter if he earns five dollars or twenty five dollars. You know, you're going to be profitable on that. Um, so th this kind of method really helps you find guys who are undervalued and helps you stay away from guys who are just far overvalued. Hmm. It is that's uh, uh, yeah, really really good. Um, Let's talk a little bit about uh, one of the pieces you did uh, so far this year. You uh, you did your bold predictions piece back in March. Uh, you've gotten some. Uh, you've already kind of gotten some hits or some guys who are going to be close to it, uh, including uh, you had a big call on Ender Enciarte, uh, stealing at least thirty bases, and 
if I'm correct, he, he he's he's getting pretty close. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he might even steal 70 bases this year at the rate he's going. He's already got 18 in 41 games played. Uh, talk a little bit about that piece. Yeah, so um, you know, bold projections are are something that a lot of fantasy analysts uh, like to put out. They're usually pretty wild. Um, you know, you're gonna get like two or three right in general. So you know, if, if I'm hitting four or five of them by the season's end, and of course the season's far from over, you know, that, that's a huge success. Um, so uh, you know, talk a little bit about you know some of them in there that have been successes. You know, as you mentioned, Inciarte there, um, other top guy, uh, Eddie Rosario. Um, uh, Eddie Rosario was the number one biggest bargain uh, that my projection systems really uh, showed. Um, my projection, or at least my bold prediction, was that he would finish as a top 15 outfielder this year. Currently, he's sitting at number 10 uh, on ESPN's Player Raider. Um, so, you know, he, he was great. Um, Tommy Pham, um, I, I predicted a 30-30 season for him. Um, he, he's gotten eight homers and seven steals thus far. So he's, he's on pace for just that, uh, which would be cool because uh, the Cardinals have a- actually never, ever had a 33rd player in their history. Um, the other, uh, uh, another good one that I uh, had is uh, I predicted that Edwin Encarnacion would outperform Paul Goldschmidt this year. Um, Paul Goldschmidt is having absolutely a disastrous season. I mean, he, he, he's number 35 right now. Number 35 first baseman, that is. He's batting like almost 200. He's, he's got four homers. I mean, you know how many people have more than four homers than him? Uh, Azdrubal Cabrera has more homers than Goldschmidt. <laughs> Kurt Suzuki. Shohei Otani has more homers than Paul Goldschmidt this year. Um, yes, something is really up with Goldschmidt this year. I, I saw an interesting uh, stat the other day um, of pitches 96 miles an hour or faster. Do you know how many hits Goldschmidt has this year off of that? I don't. He has zero. Oh, wow. He, he has not been able to hit any kind of fast pitch uh, of any kind. So uh, this is not just bad luck. There is something really up with uh, Goldschmidt this year. Wow. Hmm. Um, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Reuven, uh guy who's, who does injury analysis. You work with him. What's that like working with him? Oh, he's great. Um, I, I've I've worked with Ruvain for for a long time. We we partner in a, a ton of leagues together. Um, if you don't know him or follow him, you really should. Um, his Twitter handle is at uh, MLB Injury Guru. Um, he really is the 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 fantasy MLB Injury Guru. He, he gathers pretty much the most up to date latest injury news out there, and he tweets it out really quick. Um, but not just in who's injured. A, a lot of has to do with uh, recovery time. Um, he's an orthopedist, and he's been in sports medicine for the last 15 years. He knows exactly what an injury looks like and, and what the span is. Um, I remember back in 2016 when uh, Kyle Schwarber went down early in the season. He, he just looked at the play, and without evaluation, he said, oh, that's a torn ACL, and yeah, he's probably going to be out. You know what? Maybe he can come back in October, and if the Cubs are in the World Series, then, uh, then he'll play. So you know, he, he's really spot on. You guys should really uh, follow him. All right. Uh, you got anything new coming down the pike? Um, well, uh, right now, my ATC projections are uh, really preseason projections only. But at some point, um, I'm looking to generate a rest-of-season version of that, too, which would be cool. Um, the other thing that I'm really working on, um, talking about models, is a probabilistic winning percentage in-season analyzer. 
Hmm. So I, I, I'll explain to you what, what that means. Um, basically, if you're in a fantasy league and you know you have your stats to date and everyone else in your league has their stats to date, um, it will take uh, some projection method for the rest of the season and then simulate like 5,000 possible outcomes for what could be for the rest of the season. And it will give you a probability of your team winning, a probability of your team coming in second place, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, it, it's it's really potentially uh, very powerful. I mean, let's say uh, talking about trades. Um, you know, let's say you have D. Gordon. Um, somebody offers you Chris Davis. You know, straight steals uh, power for steals play. Um, you know, right now, what do you do in that kind of trade? You look at your team and you say, hey, maybe I can gain three points here. I lose two points here. I gain two in the RBI. And you kind of sort of fudge it and, and you say, yeah, it probably helps me. Well, this actually will go through your roster and churn out these simulations and it'll actually give you a hard probability. So let's say before the trade, you were 22% to win the league. After the trade, it might tell you uh, 25%, which means, yeah, that might be a good trade. Or maybe it'll tell you 18%, which means, yeah, no, that, that trade really doesn't help you. And you can compare trade offers. You know, if somebody's offering you two, two different options or two different players or two different teams are offering you, you, you can go and run this and it will tell you, all right, well, this is gonna, you're going to gain 4% here. You're going to gain 10% here. Yeah, you should pick the 10 the 10% one, the one that gives you the, the best chance. And, you know, you can even branch out with these kinds of things. Um, let's say a uh, waiver wire, you know, who should you pick up this week? Who should you drop? This will give you a hard percentage to tell you, you know, what gives you the best chances of winning. So uh, that's something I'm working on, uh, which would be really, really powerful in, in season. Wow, that would be uh, a pretty amazing tool. Yeah, and, and uh, I have a lot of it done. Uh, you know, it's just a question of doing research on making sure you have the right kind of volatility per statistic. And, of course, statistics are correlated. So, you know, if you hit home runs, you're going to have RBIs. So, you know, you have to have the right measure of how correlated those statistics are. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing the research for that. And uh, you know, when that's ready, that's going to be really, really powerful. Do you have any advice for people who are trying to get into the industry? Um, you know, you always really want want to do what you do best. Um, you know, you want to find your niche and, and what makes you unique. If, if you're a podcaster, then, then podcast. If you're you know, a, an injury writer, write about that. If you're a prospects guy, just write it right there. And, um, you know, show up to a baseball conference. Go watch Tout Wars in person. You know, just start tweeting little things. And, you know, you just never know who you can meet and uh, where you could end up. Awesome. Well, thank you, Ariel, uh, so much for uh, joining me. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Uh, really a pleasure to, to talk with you, and uh, uh, thanks so much. Definitely. Uh, remind everybody where they can reach you on social media, and then again, give all uh, your work plugs. Well, you can check out some of my writing on Fangraphs.com. Um, you, you can check out the ATC player projections. They're up there for the entire season on Fangraphs under the projections tab. Um, you can also find them in, in their auction calculator. Um, and you can reach me, and please do follow me on Twitter at ATCNY. I think I have the shortest Twitter handle you can possibly have. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty short. It's, uh, it's perfect. <laughs> I, I feel like mine is way too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we'll definitely have you back on in the future, and then uh, we'll have to get you back on uh, the beginning next season so you can kind of plug what you're doing for the, the kind of the preseason stuff. 
because, uh, yeah, your, your projections are great, uh, and this has been a real joy to have you on. All right, thanks a lot, Justin, and uh, take care. That'll do it for another episode of the Great Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Uh, again, big thanks to Scott Bogman and Ariel Cohen uh, for coming on and talking about themselves for a little bit uh, and talking about the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational still going on right now. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Justin Mason FWFB. You can email me or the show Justin Mason Fantasy at Gmail. Uh, if you want to follow my work, you can catch all my written work at Fangraphs, Fantasy Alarms, and Friends of Fantasy Benefits uh, You can also listen to me on the Tout Wars Hour on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Sundays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or on Friends of Fantasy Benefits podcast where I cover football and baseball and, of course, on the Sleeper in the Bus podcast with Paul Spore and Jason Collette. Uh, and speaking of that, we have got a t-shirt for that, and you can go to rotoware.com, and Kenneth Cashman will hook you up with a Sleeper in the Bus t-shirt. It's a limited edition one. Once it runs out, it's gone. Uh, but uh, we still have a few available on our second run of it, um, and Kenneth has been so great to me uh, and a number of people within the industry. He's actually responsible for the intro and outro music of this podcast. Go check out uh, all the stuff they've got over there on rotoware.com. And also, you can go over to Rotoware Classics, which is on Amazon, and you can get a picture or a, a t shirt with a picture of my face on it uh, that uh, looks like was drawn by uh, Kenneth's newborn child. Uh, but uh, it's a fantastically funny shirt. Uh, and if you're interested in, you know, sporting my face around town, you can go get that on Amazon.com. Just type in Rotoware Classics into the search bar and it will pop right up. Um, and then uh, if you... Uh, all right, and that will end it for this week. Check back next week when we have two more people within the industry. We've got some great guests coming up this season. Paul Spore has agreed to join me uh, at some point and talk about himself as opposed to me just yelling at him over certain players. Uh, Craig Mish is going to join us. Uh, I'm sure I'll be able to get a number of other guys within the industry uh, as well, uh, and as well as guys you may not know of as well as maybe some of these bigger names. So uh, this is going to be a lot of fun to continue to do this all season long. Uh, and uh, I hope you continue to listen. And as always, have a great baseball season. First place in my league. Got a blockbuster on the way. And a pick up on my sleeve. They call my team insane. Say I'm the one to beat. So you better bring your red game and start playing. Because every single week another win for me. You can just pay me now City win first place, then take a bow Finish on top, I'ma set the standard Don't believe me, you can check the standings When I draft, I'll make smart selections Got more sleepers than a narcoleptic Meet your match, kid, my lineup's nasty It's far-fetched, thinking you might catch me No surprise, I'm taking home the prize Only time I rest is a playoff buy Make amazing finds off the waiver wire All day and night, better stay retired See me in first, all proud and cozy Bro, please I can't even count my trophies Bragging Even when my bats are slumping I'ma pack a punch That track a junkie oh, one they don't wanna play First place in my league Got a blockbuster on the way And a pick up on my sleeve They call my team insane Say I'm the one to beat So you better bring your red game And start playing Cause every single week Another win for me 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week. You can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.